welcome, welcome to Clash, the sibling rivalry podcast. I am your host, Night Hoot, and with me is my brother. Yo, yo, what's good, y'all? My name's Tesla. So we just decided to start recording our conversations today. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, this is the first Actually, episode. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first episode of Clash, the sibling rivalry podcast for those who are just tuning in. And um, it's just me and my brother. We just introduced ourselves and we're starting a podcast to talk about the things that we pretty much talk about every day because we found that we were having long, drawn out, weird conversations about nerdy things that we talk we watch pretty much every day and we thought it would be good to open this up to the community because the internet is a good place to find opinions and people don't have a lot of places to put them and our opinions are awesome yes and we want we want to combine our opinions with yours and put them here for sure so welcome have a big wide open discussion all are welcome everybody with opinions everybody who has something something cool to say anybody who wants to argue i'm down for it exactly um, and yeah. i think i'm not gonna say that we're special but i feel like we have a unique perspective being that we are both african-american and we don't see or hear a lot of our opinions um not we're against blurreds. anybody <laughs> we're blurreds my brother's a blipster for those who are familiar. <laughs> i'm not a blipster he's very much a blipster he <laughs> don't lives in her. denial it's fine <laughs> Um, but yeah, so this is the place that we just want to call home and hope you all will join us in at least once a week and tap on in. Yeah. And, uh, if you don't know, you'll hopefully, so this is our first time doing it, like my sister said. Um, so I'm still figuring out all the things on the back end, but hopefully, uh, when this goes up, you'll be able to find us on, uh, most of your podcast services, Apple, uh, Apple podcasts, Spotify, uh, hopefully Google podcasts, um, Stitcher. Um, there's some other ones out there that I'm probably forgetting, but hopefully we're we're going to be on all of those. Um, so yeah, uh, if you see us and you listen to us and you like us, uh, rate us if you can on your app. Uh, leave comments. Uh, yeah, we'd really appreciate it because we're hoping this uh this turns into something awesome. So well, we hope you'll search Clash and look for sibling rivalry because then you'll know you'll found us. Yep. And then on top of that. We have a nice little catcher for everything at our Gmail account, and you can email us anything, questions, comments, concerns. If you think my brother truly is a blipster, and you <laughs> think he needs to be intervened on, you can email us at siblingrivalryclash at gmail.com. That's siblingrivalryclash at gmail.com. And that's no spaces, no dots. Siblingrivalryclash at gmail.com. And we're so serious, y'all. We want y'all to engage. We definitely want to start reading y'all's uh, submissions in. At mostly, most likely at the end of the show, uh, we want to carve out a section each week to to read those with you guys, get engaged with y'all. Um, so hopefully, y'all can definitely write into us. Uh, we would love to hear from you. Make sure you you tag it with the with the uh, appropriate subject line, so it's easier for whoever is looking at them to find exactly what uh you guys are talking about and yeah we hope to hear from y'all and brother where can they find you on twitter oh y'all can follow me on twitter uh yo tizzler y-o-t-i-z-z-l-e-r um i'm normally just tweeting about random stuff uh games anything really uh so yeah come follow me you can also probably submit questions to me on there and i'd be happy to read them from there too 
And you can also check out Yo Tizzler on YouTube because there's some work for some previous work from us there. Yep. Um, just to kind of see, it's kind of it's the same lines as what we're doing now, just under a different name. So thank you for reminding check me. Check us of that. out. Yep. spelled Absolutely. the same way too, by the way. And you can find me at t i f f i n i j twenty one on Twitter. So I hope to hear from you guys soon. Yeah, follow us, y'all. We out here. <laughs> all right so how about we dig into those things that we've been dying to talk about for weeks upon months now yeah for sure um did we tell them should we tell them our uh our personal interests did we tell them that i don't think we told them that yet no we didn't all right awesome. go first yeah i can i can go first so um i generally gaming wise like a lot of video games a lot of different genres i honestly try to play as much stuff as i can but i love um I'll just start at the top. I love, my favorite genre is first-person shooters, then RPGs after that. Then I'd probably say, like, 2D platformers, so all those types of games you can find me playing. Um, and then I love anime. It's my favorite visual medium, if you will. Um, <laughs> I love action. I love uh, Naruto. I love Shonen. I love... Uh, oh, you just started, like, so many fights. I did? For saying I Naruto for saying naruto first yeah oh yeah i we can look if y'all want to fight we can fight i love naruto <laughs> and don't act like naruto isn't the reason for a lot of y'all favorite shows but we can get into that later um <laughs> but yeah I, I love a whole lot of anime i love comic book movies comic book uh culture comic book characters all that type of stuff and hopefully we will be talking about a lot of that on this podcast um but what about you um i like to think that we have a nice coverage going on because i tend to be i'm a story driven person so any medium that i enter i'm looking for stories so yeah i'm definitely a big rpg person um i i will i'll stand up right now and say that um our uncharted series is what brought me back into gaming fire um it's a fire series gaming gaming at a at a at a hobby level um of course i'm not professional or anything but that's what got me back into it so and yeah i love all the classics and mario sonic um i try to pretty much play anything i can get my hands on just to experience it and especially as a girl like people like to think that like we can only play candy crush in the sims and my fingers don't even touch those games so um <laughs> but if you guys want to talk about candy crush and the sims i can hold a conversation i have watched <laughs> my niece play many i sims love games. the sims i was a sims fiend back in the day i speak a little similish <laughs> sims too Nga- specifically mm-hmm. no but anyway uh yeah so yeah story driven games um i'm also an anime love so we can talk about a lot there um i'm where my brother may lack in slice of life i tend to uh look check in the Slice of Life anime, the quieter anime, the shorter stories, um, music-driven anime is pretty interesting to me. Um, I'm a huge lover of uh, kaiju, giant monsters, uh, mechs. Um, there's so much to cover. Like I feel like I'm rushing myself, but just to give you a general idea, um, I'm not too big on the P- PvP shooters, so I will let my brother. <laughs> That's my role, uh, by the way. Yeah, exactly. I will let him take the the lead on those, and um, I'm just starting to get into FromSoft games, so um, yeah, excited about that. He's going to be leading me through that. So yeah, stay tuned. Yeah, we cooking some stuff up. Definitely looking for adventure, and I'm a big book and comic book reader too. So we'll dive on into those topics when it's appropriate. Yeah, so. I'm sure we'll be talking about that when Game of Thrones wraps up here soon. Oh yeah, for sure. So 
basically what we're trying to say is y'all can come here for everything we're the one-stop shop you need go no further ever again and if we don't know about it we need you to tell us about it yeah please because it's really it is hard to cover all this with just two people so you know if you want to help us we'll always give you credit and a shout out and all that so you can tell us at that gmail sibling rivalry clash um so i mean with that we're doing really well on time so we can honestly go through the news um actually we should tell them about the format i'd actually like to hear what you did this week oh yeah you're right in relevant time since you've been on the internet true true um wait like since i was born (laughs) 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 so the last time you no 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 no, okay. I, I mean, as far as like, because you you kind of took a break from like actively recording and covering things. So just yeah. in that time, maybe what what you've you just called to. me out. <laughs> they didn't need to know all that. No, nah, they well, would have found I out when t- they went to the channel. <laughs> 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 but nah, um, so I have been playing a lot. Actually, I've been watching a lot, too. Um, And as far as the channel goes, I was just at this point where. I kind of wanted to back up a little and 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 reassess and kind of just enjoy some stuff without having to make content about it. But that's beside the point. So I'll start with what I've been playing now. Um, I've been playing a lot of Sekiro. I love Sekiro. It's oh probably god, the we- the Weeboo game. <laughs> oh my god, the Weeaboo. So it's, it's probably my favorite game of the year so far. I kid you not. Um, it's, it's dumb hard. Like probably I don't know if it's harder than. Dark. It's harder than Bloodborne for sure. I don't know if it's harder than Souls yet. It's harder than than Dark Souls one, um, but I don't know about three yet. Um, it's, I say it's, just briefly. I keep hearing like everyone's just like there's people that like want an easier mode or an easier mode, and then there's people that are like shut up, stop yeah. being babies. Like, what's your opinion on that, real quick? Uh, so I I can see both sides. So here's kind of where I stand on. It. I feel like there's a difference between accessibility and accessibility and a game being just too hard like i i don't think those two things equate and i feel like a lot of people are on the it's just too hard side but they're calling it lack of accessibility now to me accessibility is like stuff like colorblind mode like things that allow people to who may not be able to play the game because of some disability are able to play the game and get the same enjoyment out of it as someone who doesn't have that disability. Now that can still be achieved and the game still be as hard as the developer intended it to be. Um, Now. And when we say accessibility, we're talking about things like, you know, button presses you know are you do you have to press like six buttons to do an action exactly things like that like Uh, things that would be like physically limiting exactly playing the game and not like oh you killed four 14 dudes in this level and you got one xp for it not that kind of accessibility exactly and and to to add on to that and not to drag this out too long but sekiro is not really a game that requires you to like it's a lot it's it's very methodical so it's it, all the actions are are all your actions are very calculated and like they have a purpose so you're never like spamming a button or or doing anything weird like that um and and also too like i think it's in in the end it's up to the developer how 
difficult they want to make the game and 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 we're we're not speaking about this like in a vacuum like yeah. Sekiro exists in a world where Dark Souls exists exactly so, I mean this is and this what, has been a samurai thing before. Dark Souls yeah exactly and this has been a thing before like with the other Dark Souls games like people have come out and say like like basically I paid for this game and I can't beat this game what's up with that and that to me is basically where I come down on it that's not accessibility and I like. I get it probably comes from living in a world and buy levels right now like yeah I hate that <laughs> just I just think in destiny like I, I remember getting destiny one right as destiny two was about to come out and it was like as soon as I started the game it was like they gave me this item that made me max level boosted you and I'm yep. just like what is the point of me playing the game if you're yeah. just gonna make me max level <laughs> yeah and, and as soon as I start and yeah that's destiny that's a whole different <laughs> thing because there that's part of that is just game design and dlc design in general but uh we can get into that in some other episode um but yeah that's basically where i stand on the sekiro thing like just people should know the difference between difficulty and accessibility and i think there's actually a, a line in between those um but yeah other than sekiro i've been playing a little bit of well a lot of apex um that the free-to-play battle royale that i'm sure all of you know about um i love that game i love shooters uh it's actually I the also know nothing about this game really no, i don't i know very minimal i stay away from like i don't actively hate them but i stay away from like apex and apex. fortnite and overwatch and yeah it's just not my own shooters <laughs> yeah but yeah this is actually the game that got me to stop playing fortnite because fortnite I never was a big fan of the building. Um, I really, and this sounds weird probably, but I really enjoyed the aesthetic of Fortnite. You were the, you were just so into Radical Heights. Like, we couldn't get you off Radical Heights. It was insane. Radical Heights? <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Don't ever disgrace my name like that. <laughs> he, he was addicted to Radical Heights, guys. We couldn't this get is him not off. true. We're not going to perpetuate these lies. He loves the 80s. It's <laughs> insane. He wasn't even born in the 80s. It's like we can't explain it. Now, I may have bought way too many Fortnite skins, <laughs> but that's a different thing in general. <laughs> you got to have that flash. Yeah. <laughs> but nah, Apex is my joint now. Um, I just need them to get that battle pass fixed because that is not good. Um, what do you like most about it? The fact that it's first person and it's all about the shooting. Because what I didn't like about Fortnite was the building and that it's third person. Um, so yeah, that's basically it. That's basically it. Like it's 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 about the gunplay and the shooting, which <laughs> I go to a shooter for. Um, and then I've also watched a bunch of different anime. Um, we'll probably get into some of those in detail towards the end of the show. Spoiler alert. Um, but the most recent one I'm watching is Golden Kamui, which is like, if you haven't heard of it, it's kind of, it's kind of hard to describe. It's like these soldiers after a big war was over. I want to say, I don't want to say the war cause I know I'm wrong. I want to say World War II. It's like World War II era, but I don't know that the war was World War II. So forgive me if I'm wrong on that. Um, but they're basically out here trying chasing the this legend or this like tale of this gold, this hidden gold. Um, and it's it's really gritty. It's kind of got like this odd humor about it for how dark it is and how like gruesome it can be sometimes. 
I was interested in this one. Is it is it shonen? Like, would you classify no. it as sh- shonen? No, okay. no, no. It's um, I would just say action. Yeah, I would just say action. Honestly, um, okay. It's only twenty four well, episodes it- across two seasons. So okay. Um, I I'm not finished the second season yet though, so I don't know if they left it to be continued for a third season. But something makes me doubt that. Um, but yeah, it's it's decent. Um. Yeah. Um, how was your week though? Uh I I've done a lot and then also nothing. Um <laughs> my favorite. So <laughs> one of the things that I was working on since March was finishing uh Breath of the Wild, uh Legend of Zelda. That has been a very interesting task for me. Um <laughs> and we'll we might talk about that a little bit more in depth after news. How far are you now? Um, Just real quick. I am curious. Like, I'm at the door of the third dungeon okay. boss out so of pretty close, or dungeon beast, excuse me, out of four. So yeah, you're pretty close. I'm a, <laughs> I would say I'm about halfway there. Um, I'm definitely beelining it for the master sword. For anyone who's knows the ins and out of Breath of the Wild, um, gotta beeline it for that master sword. <laughs> and the problem is, is I, I keep getting tripped up by these like smaller games that I'm just. I get like obsessed with, and I just want to finish them so I can then go back to Breath of the Wild. Master uh, of one the of... mobile games on Switch. Yes. Oh my god! Wait, what are some of those though? Like, but well, I was gonna say, one of them is Tetris. So uh, for anybody who's been playing Tetris ninety nine, yes. Ooh. For anyone's been playing Tetris ninety nine, like I'll destroy you. The second best battle royale ever. So just watch out because I might not. I might be garbage, garbage at PvP shooters, but I can. <laughs> I can line some some blocks up, and tear you down. <laughs> exactly, and I'm trash at down. Tetris. So this is where the dynamic comes in. In they case you're wondering, they call me Wreck It Ralphina <laughs> Tetris. So, Ew. but yeah. Uh, <laughs> Tetris 99. I also been trying to wrap up Moonlighter, which was a, a very interesting like retro art game that that's came what out the not stores, that long right? ago. The merchant game, merchant yes. fighting, merchant dungeon. So that's one thing that my brother and most people who know me will can tell you. Like I'm really into like micromanagement type games. I don't know why. I just have this weird <laughs> obsession of like seeing a system work. <laughs> So, like, Moonlighter has that great feedback of, like, your dungeon crawling, but then you're getting the items from the dungeon and you're selling them in your store the next day because you have to make a profit to be able to dungeon hunt and yada, yada, yada. So, I'm on, like, the final dungeon of that, working on wrapping that up. It's not Um, a roguelike, is it? Like, if you die, you don't have to start everything over. So, you don't have to start everything over, but everything inside the dungeon restarts and the dungeon map layout resets. Is it procedural? uh as far as different every time you go in uh the dungeon layout changes every time you go in so kind of if you play gungeon for anyone who's played gungeon it's kind of like that where every time you enter the gungeon the the rooms like there's the same type of rooms but they change location and how they're laid out and it's just one dungeon uh there's five five okay gotcha so like yeah you're in a village and everyone this village was built around uh this this dungeon like this it's kind of a mythical dungeon yeah but it's like people keep dying before they get to the fifth door and you have to unlock all the doors in order so i'm at door four i'm in the fourth dungeon and i'm chasing after the lock 
uh, to open the last door. So okay, that's that's pretty it's cool. Kinda, I just kind of like I have a bad habit of getting to the end of games and just stopping. I don't know why. I do um, the exact same thing. It's like when I I don't know if you remember. No, you didn't. You didn't live at mom's house at the time, but there was this long period of where I would just drink water bottles, but not drink like the last inch of it. <laughs> And then oh, I would no, just have I, like a pile of inch filled water bottles <laughs> on my desk. I, I did that too, but I always told mom I was just preparing for the signs aliens. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you remember in signs, that little oh girl didn't God. drink all her water. I do remember that. <laughs> Saved everybody's life. That's hilarious. <laughs> but no, that, that's what, that's but, exactly what the game thing makes me feel like. And it, it hurts me. So. <laughs> but yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I played Spider-Man. I played the triple A's. Um, I'm working on near Autumn right now um finding that very interesting i have never played a game like that before it's a it's different it's different it mixes yeah. a lot of genres i like how i could unplug my os chip and my character just dies and that's an ending. <laughs> i did that by accident and i had <laughs> i hadn't saved in like 30 minutes i was really upset oh no yeah, so i was like oh what is this thing? a click <laughs> game over. i was like are you serious I'm also on my second playthrough. Uh, I did uh, Resident Evil 2 remake. Um, I did Claire A, Leon B first. So now I'm working on Leon A, Claire B. She loves horror um, games too, by the way. I kind of fell into survival horror because I had a huge fear of them as a child. And now that I'm an adult, I'm conquering my fears like that I had coasters. as a child. So yeah, I'm very much enjoying that remake. And as far as TV, uh, I watch a lot of TV, so I'm not going to list it all here, but um one thing that i wanted to bring up of course uh i mean this is all we're trying to make evergreen content content that lasts uh timeless content content. but i'm gonna say on this april 14th i'm looking forward to the season eight premiere of game of thrones um so that's coming on tonight be claimed excited winter is here finally um and then the other show i wanted to point out was love death and robots on netflix Oh, I um, actually watched episode, I think, 10. Was that the werewolf episode? Yes. Yeah, I watched it. Okay, so maybe we can talk about that a little. But all yeah, I'll say, sure. just generally for those um, who may be interested, Love, Death, and Robots is on Netflix. It's one of their uh, original content series. Um, it's about, I think it's, was it like 13 episodes in this first season? Oh, yeah, I think so. It's um, it's an anthology, um, which I'm not usually a fan of, uh, because I don't like disconnected stories. But this anthology, if you like animation, um, and you're not squeamish, because there are some brutal scenes. But if you like animation, (laughs) if you like different types of animation, you're not squeamish, and you like um, I would even say like Twilight or not Twilight. Oh my God, shoot me uh not (laughs) underworld uh, the twilight zone like the twilight zone if you like that vibe of storytelling um you will definitely yes or in black mirror but not but not as like edgy like black mirror is like so edgy like this is not edgy yeah yeah so this is edgy but like not in that same way Mm -hmm. but if you like that kind of stuff you'll definitely enjoy this um there are some great stories um and they're less than like 20 minutes long so it's you can just pop in a couple at a time or watch one at a time a weird sorry to interrupt a weird like comparison for those of y'all that were born in like the 80s and 90s are those like old like kind of like stickpage.com type websites where they have a bunch of animated shorts but they're all in different styles and it's just characters doing the most random stuff like the most random storylines it's kind of like that like and it's like 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 my sister said we can talk about it later but um it's good i think i think y'all will enjoy it 
I would say you we just break down that werewolf episode. <clears throat> yeah, so um, I think that's one of the good, the best ones. So the first striking thing about it was it looked like a video game, like a really good video game cutscene. Yeah, like, it definitely reminded me of Uncharted, like desert scene. Yeah, when you first see those desert scenes in the sand and yeah. the, the quality, most definitely. Crazy. And and I feel like that was one of the main reasons like I really appreciated it was because it felt like I was just watching a like and a cutscene. Do you cut feel scene. like it was? Do you feel like it was mocap? Mm, that's a good question. Because there were, I mean, like they had that to be, one. Actually. Well, like I watched a few of them, and I'm like, these have to be mocap because yeah. the, the movement is too realistic. Because they mocap way too realistic. They mocap like Uncharted and stuff in those cutscenes, right? So yeah, you would, yeah. you would imagine it, it would have to be. Um, yeah. Because yeah, the animations were all really good though, and and I don't want to spoil it, but there's action in there that's that's really um really good and really entertaining um really good animation um but yeah i i definitely liked it liked it and i'll probably watch more and i'll say yeah de definitely check out it's episode 10 that we're talking about specifically um it has to do with it's i don't want to say it's the war in iraq um but there it's it's a military encampment uh, that's they're searching out like i guess taliban um insurgents and the military or whatever they don't you know talk about what year it is or but they have werewolves in the military yeah. and they're essentially using these werewolves to seek track and hunt people in the taliban and part of the storyline of this and I, i'll save spoilers but part of the storyline is that they find out that taliban also have werewolves yeah. which they did not know and uh interesting things happen but it also dives into like the idea of like patriotism when um prejudice your country doesn't yeah and there's prejudice <laughs> so it's like you have one werewolf who wants he's talking there's two of them and they don't they could be brothers but you don't really know but you know that they're close because they're both werewolves and one is just like let's cut and run let's get out of here and the other one's like no like we're soldiers this is this is our country this is our home we fight yeah so it's pretty interesting because they they delve into deeper topics than are just on the surface and it's so, very coherent for how short it is because i'm pretty sure that episode is only 16 minutes and they they get through a lot like they tell a full storyline and it's it's kind of impressive they, i'm not gonna lie they pull you in it's crazy yeah, they do like there's one whole episode that's about like yogurt being a sentient entity <laughs> that like helps oh, solve all the problems of the world it's crazy but it's interesting that. it's on yeah. netflix by the way if we didn't say that i don't know if we said that um so yeah that's that's my one shout out that's the thing i wanted to bring up this week because it's kind of it's really cool and i hope they keep doing stuff like that i feel like netflix is a great place for this new creative content yeah definitely um but i'm just going to let you know that we are at like 26 minutes and sorry guys if you hear me saying timestamps, it's because this is our first time doing it we're gauging time bear with us um but we can do you think we have time to go over these news topics i mean we already hit one of them so it's, it's only three okay um what do you think i agree all right let's let's dive in i mean which one do you want to bring first um we can start with the, the psn name change stuff in, hold on i gotta do my news song in the news <laughs> Do 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 in the news clash news go hey i like that that was that was really good <laughs> um and real quick as well we're going to try to if we didn't say this already we're going to try and cover some relevant news each week um not all we're not going to cover all the news because we want to talk about a lot um 
but we're going to cover news that is personally interesting to us. And like we said, uh, our Gmail is open for submissions if you guys want to bring up something that we didn't discuss that maybe you want us to. Um, so I just wanted to say that real quick. And um, yeah, so we can start with the PSN name changes because that was pretty small news. Um, yeah, if 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 y'all hadn't heard, PSN name changes went live. I don't want to get the date wrong because I don't. So have this it in front is. Of me. I was gonna say. So is this a current thing that we can actually do right now? Yeah, we can you change can change our PSN names. Yeah, you can do this right now. Because um, I personally, you guys, this is between me and you. Let's not take this. Doesn't leave this podcast. <laughs> I I am embarrassed of my PSN tag. I've been embarrassed of my PSN tag for many years. So I've always Remind appreciated. Us what that is again? No, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, games like Monster Hunter, I love because I'm allowed to change my my name in the game to Very the name true. I actually want. But yeah, Xlicious underscore seventy twenty one has outlived its time <laughs> in it's my time mind, and it's time for for Nighthoot to truly spread her wings on the PSN. So. Before you get too hype about changing your name, I'm glad you brought that up because there are some really important considerations that you want to be aware of before you actually oh go to change your name. So here comes the fine print. <laughs> so this feature is kind of kind of wonky. So I'm I don't want to I don't I don't have a quote. I don't want to say it wrong. So I'm just gonna pair. I'm I'm just gonna do my best to paraphrase. But basically, if you change your name, there is a list of games. Um, and I don't know if it's uh, games that came out. I think it's games that came out before a certain date. Um, those games are incompatible with the name change and will cause issues if you change your name and then try to play those games. Um, but they do, however, have a feature where you can roll back your name change if you find issues in games you're playing and it's it's not something you want to deal with. So. One oh, stipulation good. there, um, but if you, from what I hear, and I'm sorry, I don't have the the exact date, but if you if you Sony has a list of games on their website that are um, compatible and incompatible, and if you are only playing the compatible games, then you're you should be good if you change your name. Um, but hopefully, PS compatible games like newer games, you know? Yeah, because it's it's games that came out after a certain date and. So I'm, my bad i can't think of the date right now um i should have wrote that in the doc but um hopefully ps5 they have like name change name changes like xbox has had since the 360 days right um or nintendo too they even do it pretty well i mean i can and i can understand they need to come down on this ten dollar fee and I'm speaking specifically to you, Microsoft, because <laughs> I understand the work that puts into changing the name. You got to commit. You got to commit to that first name. Just give me like, just give me five dollars off. Like, <laughs> I've been gaming with you since I was over 10 years now. Every like, couple just, of years you get a dollar off. Yeah, that'd be dope. Um, so is this something you're going to rush to change? Nah, I'm Tizzle. I'm good. I knew so from the moment no, the no PS... red no red hawk coming back. Nah, from from the moment <laughs> the PS4 came out, I knew that you couldn't change names. So I was like, no, I gotta get this right. Like, I'm not trying to <laughs> I'm not trying to deal with this later. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that worked out. Some of us didn't know how important these names were at the time <laughs> yeah. that they were established. 
Xbox, I did change my name from, from, I changed my name twice. It was like Red Hawk T. Then it was like 302 Hawk because we had a little thing <laughs> going on. And then Bird. I think it's CEO Tesla now. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah. That's PSN so, names. With that being said, there's somebody that I'm thinking about right now that actually want to change their name. Who that? James who that? Gunn. What? Is it because so. it's Gunn? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Well, he did make some provocative comments that led to uh, Disney uh, letting him go from the makings of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Don't so, they know Guardians has guns in it? Why are they upset about <laughs> this man's name? Just, just for you all who may, you should be aware of this by now. We're a little late covering this, but I think it's an interesting topic. Uh, James Gunn is the director of the Guardians of the Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy series from Marvel. Um, he's done a great job, in my opinion. I love those movies. I think they're hilarious. Um, and he made some disparaging tweets, given our political climate. Uh, especially with regards to the uh, gender politics. Um, and I'll let you guys look those up because um, the tweets don't, don't really matter at this point. But Disney okay. let him go off of Guardians 3. And guess who picked him up? You want to guess, brother? Uh, would it be DC, their arch nemesis? That's quite right. And uh, DC, which this is another reason I picked this topic, picked up James Gunn to direct the remake of Suicide Squad. Whoa. That movie that just came out, like, was it, is it two years? Has it been two years? Do you think, do you think he volunteered for that? Or do you think, like, do you think he was desperate for another movie? Like, why would you take that movie? Well, okay, from a job, from a, from a working person's perspective, money. (laughs) It doesn't hurt to be wanted by a big name because, I mean, regardless of what DC's doing, they're a big name. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so my thing is, I get, I get it because it's like, at the end of the day, he doesn't have an alliance to Marvel or DC or Disney or Warner Brothers. Right. And a director. Right. Because did he, did he do one and two? Guardians? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But I also am a little bit, if he's like, I, my nerdiness, excuse me, let me rewind. My nerdiness <laughs> is hoping that he knows that he has the ability to fix a problem. Right. And so if the idea of remaking Suicide Squad is to fix a problem, I think James Gunn might be the right person to do it because he's yeah. already in a comic book state of mind that's true. and we know that he's at least going to be true to the characters and hopefully zach he's snyder. a he's a suicide squad fan because you hear that zach snyder <laughs> he's going to be true to the characters you don't <laughs> f up batman you yeah, don't do it that's, and you did it you can yeah. f up superman all you want you're not going to make us mad and they're remaking batman, batman too right that's what aren't they calling it the batman or am I just... We're gonna have a, we're gonna have to move this to a future podcast. <laughs> yeah, that, that, <laughs> My blood is a, rising right now. That could be a long discussion. There. You're gonna have to do a lot of research. But yeah, um... but yeah. So just a couple points, and I'll let you speak. Uh, but yeah, to no bring problem. this up, to bring this up, I'm putting this out to you guys, to our audience, to anyone who's listening. Can you please explain to me why are we remaking Suicide Squad? Why are we allowing this to happen? They're going to do it. But why are we allowing this to happen? That was my... Well, I, honestly, I don't think we... Well, actually, no. 
the first one only sold well because we thought it was going to be good. So now they have money to do another one. But uh, I don't know, man. It's But it's like the moment we saw Joker with a grill. Yeah, we should have known. All my eyebrows raised. We should have known. But can you ever top uh, Heath Ledger Joker? Ever. But I don't ever. think it's... A, it's not about topping it at this point. It, because Joker... That Joker was not... This is an ensemble thing. What if this was the first Joker, though? Like, the first big screen... Not big screen movie, but, like, the first uh, in our generation, if you will. Not counting the old movies, you know what I mean? Like, what if the in, in, in uh, Batman... Uh, Dark... Dark... I'm getting the titles mixed up now. Dark Knight? <laughs> is that the uh-huh. one with Joker? What if in Dark yes. Knight, that was the Joker? Like, <laughs> that was the interpretation. Will we still have a problem with it? Like, if the only interpretation we had of the Joker prior to the Suicide remake was Dark Knight? No, what if it was that grill Joker, like, the one we saw in Suicide Squad? Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> I think what if he was introduced in Dark I Knight? I don't, like, I can't even picture that happening because <laughs> I don't, like. That'd be a different movie. Yeah, Heath Ledger <laughs> took the role, like, too seriously. Yeah. And, like, prior to Suicide Squad, can you think of any incarnation, like, book like comic or video that had joker with a grill and like neck nah. tattoos yeah, no, that <laughs> like was, no i saw that that poster that first image of him and i was like bruh what is this <laughs> like what, what like, is this movie about to be it's like that whole it's like you just take you gotta it's like no like we already had dark joker but it's like now we gotta have dark gangster joker yeah it's like, like it's it's you don't... <laughs> too edgy too too like i don't it's know edge lord whatever you want to call it edge lord yeah um but yeah, like the next thing would be like he's just like running the dark carnival, you know, like he's mm-hmm. the dark ringmaster. Like I don't, right. I don't know where you can take it, but I, don't, I think I, I'm one of the people that isolates Dark Knight as its own thing. So mm-hmm. like I don't like to compare other because I'm like if you're gonna t- if you're gonna compare that Joker, Dark Knight Joker, to like 1990s animated Batman Joker, like I'm not, I'm gonna say like yeah, he did a good job, but I'm picking. I'm picking '90s Joker, you know. Like, oh, you're picking me, '90s over Heath. Like he, like Mark what? Hamill's voice is all the Joker I'll ever need. Okay, yeah, his he's, yeah, and I'm yeah, just gonna yeah, leave yeah, it at yeah, like yeah. that's that's what it is for me. So yeah, I'm like, yeah. my top of the scale is Mark Hamill Joker. Okay, I can give you that. But yeah, I'm open to more interpretations, but this interpretation and excuse the term but it was clownish yeah for this character (laughs) i'm open to interpretations that still kind of stick to the soul and like the essence of what like who joker is right because i mean if if gangster joker was like peeling his face off and like stapling it back on as a mask yeah yeah, then i go okay we're getting closer yeah like (laughs) i didn't really get that same like yo this dude is really like evil type of vibe that no that it just felt like he was like an overgrown delinquent exactly like a, a a kid who who a kid who saw the real joker and was like i'm gonna be modern day joker or something like i don't know <laughs> and then on top of that even suicide squad it became the deadshot harley and joker show right yeah. so and the only reason it became about deadshot is well it was will smith <laughs> yeah, will smith. so it's like yeah it's just like there we could we hammer out the joker because i think we both have like a high sensitivity to joker and like For talking sure. about the joker but it, there was a there was messes all over the place yeah. and they can I'm bring com- will smith I'm, back though i wouldn't be mad 
Yeah, well, I'm kind of upset that they're replacing him with Idris Elba yeah. because he was one of the better parts of that movie right, for sure. So Shout out to Will you Smith. know, yeah. Um, is this wait? Is Deadshot is Deadshot Slade Wilson? Thought they were the same person. No, that's De- Deathstroke. Okay. Okay. Yes, yeah. he's the villain right. of the next Justice League. Am Am I? Nah, he's he's the villain of some villain of some main upcoming DC movie. I'm not. I'm Deathstroke? not. Deathstroke. Yeah, Deathstroke. Because okay. he was in the. I'm um, actually sorry that that might be a spoiler. I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, it was I was about to say something about Deathstroke. Oh no, I was about to say I'm not the the DC. Um, you're you're much more privy to DC stuff than than me, so I don't wanna offend anybody if i say well, wrong things all i'll say is dc like we just wanted to bring this up just because it was kind of a it was kind of a current topic it's still pretty current because this movie hasn't come out yet but just interested in the feedback because it's like marvel just you know marvel's pretty much at their peak right now i would say that um captain marvel was their biggest slip up so far right. and the only problem with that is that they were trying to push her as an equal to wonder woman she's just not yeah and we'll just leave it at that she's just not so but um cool. well marvel like dc is like they, they they're still at a point where they could they, they could still kind of fix it but we're just kind of looking at the suicide squad we remake going why guys it's so why? soon yeah it's so soon let yeah. the wound close first <laughs> please yeah and um, so i'll give you one other medium that we're about to move into unless yeah. you object no nah, i was gonna is, say we're we we should probably uh hit up this next this next segment well for those who may not know there was a uh there was a anime called ninja bat or batman ninja which leads us into oh, our next yeah. area which is our class it's our clash anime curation and we just wanted to have a little time because there's so much friggin' anime and you know things are popping off right now especially in this spring season um, we may be a little late to some, to some shows, but we, we gonna be early up, to, the, to others, right? Yeah. So you know, we just want to get the conversation going on a few. So, sure. and these shows need anime, to be talked about, right? This is our anime curation corner. So you know, give us some shows. We'll talk about some shows. You tell us about some shows we may not have heard about. Put us on, and yeah, we'll talk about it every week. We'll try to. So let's get it. What we got first? All right. So where do you? start do we want to start with the ones that we let's just go down let's just let's start with uh black clover just because you want to start with black clover we can start with yeah because i feel like you've got the most legs on this i'm about 20 episodes in uh do you know how many episodes are currently uh so i'm watching the dub i'm gonna say i'm gonna say this wrong i believe the dub (laughs) is at like 50 i forgot i forgot guys i'm sorry i I believe this this guy you can see how much research we do no i'm just kidding (laughs) i believe believe this up chill i watch subs too but i want to (laughs) watch i want to watch the show in my native language just like the japanese get to (laughs) (laughs) but that's another topic um but i believe the sub is like 80 something correct correct me if i'm wrong on that um somebody but, but um, yeah, they're not they're not to 100, though. No, nah, they're not to 100, right. but they're going to be well past 100, <laughs> most definitely. All right. So very briefly, because I don't think we're going to be able to cover the, the entirety of these shows. But yeah. what what 
what stands out to you about Black Black Clover that separates it from its brethren, such as My Hero, One Piece, mm-hmm. Naruto? The list goes on. So it's kind of it's kind of weird to talk about. So Black Clover very much has what I call the shonen effect, which is you start off watching this show and you're kind of just like, eh. But then you find yourself on like episode 50 and you're like, you can't stop watching week to week. And I don't know what else to call that, but the Shonen effect. Um, not all of them have it, but, but Black Clover does. Um, and I think it gives me a lot of vibes of aspects of other shows. So like I get a lot of fairy tale vibes and I get a lot of Naruto vibes um, from the main character and a lot of the side characters. So quick question since we're we're on Shonen Trail. What's up? What you said which episode you're on? I'm on whatever the dub's at, like fifty something. <laughs> okay. I think. So where you're at, how many tournaments have there been? Uh, let me count. <laughs> I believe t- just two. We're on the second. I'm twenty right now. I'm twenty episodes in and I've I've seen at least one tournament. Yeah, there's only two so far and we're on the second one currently. And there's a lot of cool stuff that happens in between, which is what really got me into the show. So, um, but we can definitely say that Black Clover is definitely like an uns- it's the thing I like about it, and I don't mean you, but the thing I like about yeah, it is fine. that it has that it has that ensemble feel to it. Yeah. So you have your main character, and you have your main character's rival, but then yeah. you have a, a an ensemble it's a cast, cast. Yeah, and you get that to know fills all in. Them. Right. Yeah, and you you'll have your favorite characters. You'll have the ones you hate. Um, me personally, I still hate Asta mostly. Um, he'd be cooler if he didn't talk because his voice is just so annoying in both the dub and the sub. <laughs> um, his voice is horrible and he's so loud. Like he's so loud. Um, but uh, another thing that actually does make the show stand out: the animation is really good for the most part. Um, they obviously cut budget some episodes and have higher budget others. Um, but there's this episode, and I'm not gonna spoil anything. But there's a fight scene where it they take the animation up to like just the next level and you can tell they wanted this moment to be special and like that's exactly why they did it so uh the show looks really good it's it's actually really funny it like like i said like fairy tale like i get this from fairy tale too it makes me laugh out loud i would say i would think that's what i that's the show i would most like put it close to is fairy tale yeah like that's a lot of wizardry and majory going on yeah, considering that fairy tale is wrapping up, it's nice because it gives yeah. you that feeling, but it doesn't not so much to where you're just like, well, I just would rather watch fairy tale because it does it better. It's still doing its own thing. Yeah, so. yeah, it's it's it definitely it's darker. It's much darker than fairy tale. There's blood and and deaths and it's it's dark. There's some dark topics in in Black Clover. And I will um, say one thing I liked about it is like that. Uh, who's the if you remember his name, the main character, uh, the leader of they're the black group, oh, the Yami. leader of asses. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, Yami's cool. one thing, He's super cool. One thing I heard um, on a video that I was watching that was kind of breaking that down is that Yami, <laughs> Yami, the leader of the guild that Asa ends up joining, is yeah, he himself. Bulls. Yeah, yeah, he himself is a shonen. He was a shonen youth, and we are now seeing him as an adult. And the one uh, thing I like they pointed out about this is because it's like he's always surpassing his limits. He's like he'll get to a oh, point yeah, and sure. he's just like time to surpass my limits. Yeah, and he just does it. That's like his <laughs> motto, his saying. He always says to Asa and all the other members, he's like, Yeah, now's the time to go past your limits or you're gonna die or whatever. <laughs> so like that's like his thing. 
So they were like, they were like, you know, this is a shonen character grown up yeah. <laughs> after you see them later. I exactly. thought that was interesting. That's that's a really cool way to think about it. I never actually thought about that. Um But yeah, if you're if you're in the shonen, definitely check out Black Clover. Um I would say it's one of the current big three going on right now and I don't think it's gonna slow down anytime soon. Do you have anything to say about Fairy Tales final season since we mentioned that? Yes, I am really enjoying Fairy Tales final season. I'm really enjoying the fact that they're keeping it succinct. I believe it's only going to be 20 something episodes, whereas the last two seasons were in the hundreds. Um, so they know they set up the conflict at the end of the last season and they got right to right into it in this season. No, like dancing around it. Like they're right into it. They're in the final battle, and it's it's uh each episode is satisfying. And to know, I like when these shows end as much as weird as that is to sound because you enjoy the sh- uh, the show. But they're so long that it's like it feels good getting closure to a show like this. That after two very long seasons and a very heavy cliffhanger, that we thought we were never going to see a final season. So I'm glad they're they're doing it and they're doing it uh just briefly enough to like say what they need to say and and get us to the end uh hopefully a good ending and i'm kind of glad to hear you say that because i kind of left a uh, fairy tale in around the time where they decided to flash back mm-hmm. for what was it like 13 episodes almost a whole season Did they, it was a flashback that might have been was that filler I cannot remember, but they were talking. Basically, it was the it flashed back to the time when the leader of Fairy Tale, the the main, I forget her name, but she was the I one who exactly started the guild. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, mean, I got lost there, yeah. and so I'm glad to hear that it gets back. That's a that's Fairy Tale Zero, I believe. That's a whole that's a whole flashback, like or that's a series. whole prequel series. Yeah, yeah. That's a whole prequel. And so series. I kind of got lit into. And you can actually skip that if you want. Like I wouldn't say like it's canon, but it's not super mandatory to follow what's going on so i mean depending on how much you were enjoying that you could definitely skip it if you wanted to and i'm like i I doubt there's a listener that hasn't heard of fairy tale but for it in case you haven't the the people who did fairy tale also did uh the the new anime darling and franks which i watched most of um they also did blue exorcist and black butler which i'm i did not actually know they did um darling and frenx I didn't know that was the same Yeah, uh, well, primarily A1 Pictures, um, okay. as far as their animation production, which gotcha, if gotcha. you if anyone's seen Darling in the Franks, it has amazing um, animation quality. Yeah, uh, The definitely. story is lacking. <laughs> the plot <laughs> is lacking, but the animation is hardcore there. Yeah, and that's kind of, uh, and that's still kind of a weakness with Fairy Tale. It hasn't always had the best animation. It's kind of just, it's, it's cool um but black clover that's another good like i said that's a good thing about black clover it actually does have better animation than fairy tale Um, okay but yeah that's good to hear any anything you want to say about burrito i don't have any i don't have a lot to say uh i kind of fell off recently i'm still like i'm pretty deep in and it's it's cool it's just not naruto and it i'm waiting for (laughs) i'm really waiting for them to get to the point where there's no like decisive villain yet like there's no okay there's no weight to the events that are happening they all kind of just feel like filler arcs except for uh there was one and it there's a fight scene that is the best maybe animated fight scene i've ever seen because i honestly thought it was going to be i thought the villain was going to be danzo or something around danzo okay like some kind of kind of reincarnation or, or like 
student or something like that like they're gonna yeah some kind of conspiracy him. that he's been like because there was always that like there was the there was the the village stuff but the, or i'm sorry there was the the what are, why am i forgetting the name the the jink Tarikis, the, oh, the, the tail Jinker, beast yeah, there was the tail, tail beast, beast plot but then yeah. there was also this like covert don's like and, remember like the anbu yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. plots and those kind of things i want to say in boruto some part there is some donzo stuff um, yeah i, I remember that in the beginning yeah i like i said i haven't watched it I'm, in a while i'm trying to wait for some episodes to build up to uh hopefully get to uh because so here's what makes me mad about boruto the first episode starts after boruto is a teenager and he's in the middle of this extra crazy looking decisive battle where like it looks like everybody just died or something and it's got this weird like emo looking sasuke guy standing across from him and naruto like activates this uh weird jutsu and his body gets covered and then it flashes to the current time and you just never like so it's like we're just supposed to wait 500 episodes until we get back to that point like <laughs> that why would you even me. show us that that reminds me of like when you first see and this is throwback naruto but like when you first see uh the fourth hokage naruto's dad yeah and th- he's fighting the nine tails over the village and it's just like everybody he just like yells out to the fighters he's like everybody throw your kunai's east yeah and you're yeah, like yeah. you're like re- you're like what the fuck what was he doing why <laughs> yeah and it's like he just teleports the entire <laughs> the piece yeah in like the next panel and it's like ah that's kind of good that's yeah. a cool moment that's what it makes me um, think of but yeah it, it makes you so mad because it's like we're because from that point on that's all you're expecting to see is like when are we going to get to this uh, like old boruto like that looks like he's seen battle he's got scars and whatnot and it's just like what are these like child shenanigans they're doing yeah like nobody likes to rewatch <sighs> naruto from naruto they watch from shippuden, shippuden yeah <laughs> and and this is like showing us the first episode of shippuden first and then making us watch all of naruto like what but i don't know that I, we, we can get back to boruto and like probably so yeah guys <laughs> talk talk to us tell us what we're missing tell us yeah. why we should be watching boruto and not just commenting on it from afar yeah um and i'm I'm kind of trying to save like the the things that we both know the most about for last so um just up next i'm just gonna talk a bit about jojo in part five awesome. which is airing right now um my favorite anime out right now like shut up currently no way currently playing Uh, i swear that's the best okay that makes me very excited because i um jojo kind of came into my life a few years ago and just exploded everything and i thought everything about it was amazing and then you put me um yeah and then i just kind of forced everyone to look at it (laughs) until they also (laughs) got addicted to it for sure um but yeah uh for those who don't know i'm talking about jojo's bizarre adventure um there are currently five parts uh, animated there are eight parts uh in manga form um part five i want to say they're about like a third of the way in yeah. um maybe half i'm not sure i think it's gonna be 47 episodes so they might be halfway yeah i think you're right but yeah um i don't even really know how to explain jojo uh bizarre mm-hmm. is the key word here that is for sure um in a I good can just way kinda, yeah i can just kind of tell way. you generally it's a generational anime so if you're into generational like things being passed from generation to generation seeing the effects of that family blah 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 that's all in there um it's a lot it's very it's very shonen in that it's all about fighting spirit um so in the very early seasons there are 
some superpowers, superpowered fighting. Um, there's definitely, you know, a good person and a villain. And, and then it kind of gets blurred as we go along into the future <laughs> seasons. It's not so clear who's evil. Everybody's got their motives. And then we go from having superpowers to full-on stands which are uh, the physical formation of your fighting spirit and everybody's stand is individual and uh, everybody's powers are different based on their, their, their special skills. Mm. And um, yeah, the one thing I like about this anime that just kind of like really got me hype about it is that all uh, like going into these later seasons, all of the, the stands and the powered creatures are named after um, uh, pop popular music. So, like, one of the stands I was telling my brother about last week was Notorious B.I.G. was a yeah. stand on one of the episodes last week. Which That's a really cool thing they do. For those of you who may be JoJo fans, if you know Notorious B.I.G., you know exactly what specific scene in... <laughs> you know exactly what scene I'm talking about. In the... He appears, and it is very specific to uh, Biggie I and honestly his situation. Didn't... I'm not going to lie, I didn't know that was B.I.G. until the end of the episode. When they See, and that's what it. okay. That's one thing I wanted to wrong. bring up. Yes. So in so because of copyright issues in America, uh, in Japan, there's no issue. Like there, all the the stand names are like copyrighted song names or album names, and so you have like um, Sticky Fingers and um, you have Wannabe uh, Spice Girl, who is mm -hmm. one of the stands that just appeared. Then they have Purple. You right? have um, yeah. You have uh, Purple Haze. Purple Haze. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which was a uh, reference to Jimi Hendrix, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and so yeah. all of these American references are copyrighted, so they have to give them dumb names like Zipper Man instead of Sticky Fingers. Yeah. <laughs> and and um, they'll say it like in the Japanese voice, Sticky Fingers. And then, sorry, that, yeah, and that's it, not to offend any Japanese people. but No, <laughs> but if you, listen, if you listen during the anime, you'll hear the American names, but, you know, being said in Japanese. So yeah. that's it's very flashy but the, but the words the words will say the wrong name like the right the, the subtitle protecting name yeah the subtitles will say the copyright protect name so it's kind of confusing but yeah because you had like i think you had like ice ice baby and he got turned into like ice man or yeah, something like that exactly um but yeah so little weird things like that but the guy the creator Araki, is very into fashion very into music um and that comes through and then it's i gotta give props stylish. to date david production on the animation is just like spot on so like, unique it's beautiful it's so yeah. unique like no other show looks like that i've never seen a show that looks like this like so I'm, I'm a i'm a fan of manga like pure manga to anime translation and i want to say that they're doing it and oh last thing i'll say about it because i can go on about jojo forever and <laughs> i know that i'm rambling but the coloration there's something about i've never seen this done in really in any other show maybe one or two but the colors like these characters have colors but they can change from scene to scene so you may be looking at uh giorno giorno's got a magenta suit and blonde hair but depending on the scene and the action that's happening his hair might change to light blue his suit might change to green and they do and it's this like, it's just oh, i was just gonna ask would you say they do this for like um kind of like effect and like emphasizing certain moods and certain uh like uh emotions and stuff like that i think it is for dramatic effect and i also think it just plays on the fact that when you read a manga it's colored yeah so colors can be whatever they want them to be that's true that's a really cool way so i think i like that they kind of take advantage of that and it's like you're you're being more aware of the the character and his actual shape and right. drawing as opposed to his colors but anyway right right 
so yeah uh um, moving on I, from jojo i just want to add one thing <laughs> one thing on to that uh please the my f- probably favorite thing about the show is how creative the the stand abilities are like they're so out of the box and like you're like oh my god why like who thought of that <laughs> sometimes and it's it's just it's really cool um, yeah like just this is not a spoiler but just like one stand like one guy he's chef they run into the chef and his stand ability is like he can cook a food and the food will fix like like uh maladies in your body so like joe one of the main characters joski is eating the spaghetti and like all of a sudden his teeth like a couple of his teeth come shooting out yeah. and they're like oh, i'm being attacked like it's a stand blah, blah 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 and then they realize like it's shooting out the rotten teeth and it grew he grew in new teeth yeah it's so so it's like like the chef is just making a living with his stand ability it's so odd yeah um, and then there's did. one like my favorite one, and this is how I got into JoJo, my favorite one out of context, there is a radio tower um, oh. that is <laughs> called Superfly. Yes, there's a radio tower called Superfly. It is the standability of this one random guy. I don't even remember his name, but yeah, yeah the, the entire radio tower. Radio tower. So he, he has manipulated his ability in that like he can literally out like one of the bolts and he can stand on it and like ride it across to the other side of the radio tower and like he he's got it all set up to be his house it's crazy but he can't he can't is that a spoiler if i say the weakness what the weakness of of the radio no i don't no i don't think it's It's only one stand there's like millions of stands in the show um but he can't leave it right that was the thing like only like so he has to live inside of this radio tower because he physically can't leave it unless somebody else comes in first and yeah, if you like, step out of the barrier of the radio tower, your body becomes like entirely steel. Yeah. You like can't move. So it's it's just But it's if really he out there. if he leaves and he traps somebody else inside it, he can leave. Right, but then they're trapped in it forever. Yeah. And it's, not all stands have drawbacks. It's just some do. Yeah, it's not all. Of it's them. like based on like you said your your fighting spirit and your personality and stuff like exactly. that. Exactly. And not everybody can stand, so. Right, exactly. Yeah um so yeah that's jojo uh won't be the want... last of you've heard of jojo no I, he's <laughs> gonna have to fight me to get me to stop talking about jojo <laughs> no nah, i love jojo just, too i'm not mad at it, it escalate it escalates on the level that dragon escalates to be honest for sure um so any words about our tried and true one piece one piece the show that everybody who's never watched it or not i wouldn't say never watched it the show who's everybody who isn't kept up with it loves to hate so one piece <laughs> has over probably i started from episode one maybe like a couple of years ago like two years ago on a journey this long journey to catch up to the 800 one 800 and something one piece episodes that are out right now and i am a one piece has become one of my favorite anime like ever um luffy might be my favorite anime character for y- those of y'all who don't know he's the main character he's uh the captain of these pirates i know you all have to know what one piece is it's a pirate crew and they're after the biggest treasure in the world called one piece but i I don't it's it's still going like it's and i'm sure it's going to be two more years probably until they hit that thousandth episode i really feel like that's what he's aiming for so um 
just just a note to our audience i like to incite and upset people who watch one piece because I've, <laughs> I've started i was a naruto fan so i didn't hop on the one piece boat because they were around the same time and i was like one i gotta choose one I can't do you both. didn't have to choose but anyway, one i had to choose you shut up definitely did. So, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway so yeah one piece i am on like episode 300 and something and uh, one <sighs> thing that i like to do is i like gotta to get watch to 500 before it <laughs> I like you. to watch. <laughs> I like to watch people who are caught up on One Piece watching One Piece and like I don't really know what's going on but I see the anguish and the pain in their face in the, of the nothing that's happening right oh, now. Oh yeah yeah yeah. So, so like that, that that's is... that's my level of enjoyment from One Piece. So I will <laughs> I will say that is the one and biggest downfall of One Piece is they have so much padding in each episode. Like, if you thought, if you watched DBZ back in the day and you thought some of those fight scenes were long, a fight scene in One Piece is probably three times that. Like, there's so much just like stay on this scene of this shot, just this shot of the still shot of this character for like five minutes. And they just really drag it out. But it's like the payoff for once you finally get to the punchline of what the, the, the plot has been leading up to is, I feel like, always worth it. And it, the, even the bigger thing than that is that you're, if you're 800 episodes into this show, you're a part of this crew. Like, you're not giving up on them the same way they're not giving up on each other. And I feel like that's the magic of One Piece. Um, <laughs> but it's really like you really got to get to like. I just gotta 500. say when when I see like they're on the island with like Big Mom or whatever, yeah. and it's like months had gone by. Yeah, months, actually. and I came. I came back and my boyfriend at the time was watching it and they were still on the island with Big Mom and they were going into Big Mom's back and I was just like, oh, so we're flashbacking to the villains. Uh, oh, they do that every every time. Now. Every arc. Every single arc. You gotta have a flashback uh, for the villain. How, but how it they was like multiple. It was whole episodes. Yeah, it's real. That's all canon though. That's not considered. Uh, and that was like that was after they had been there mm-hmm. for a long time. We hadn't mm-hmm. just got there. Yeah, oh, it's, so I, whole cake island was it was a it was a long one <laughs> for sure. That's uh and yeah, I'm like why yeah I I had so many questions, but then I was like I guess I could just get there, but I'm about 550 episodes behind. <laughs> that's the only that's the only thing. Once you get to episode 500, there's a decisive. There's a decisive episode in the series where everything comes to a boil and you're just like, yo, I'm in this for the long run. Guys, it's like get you us, have to get that far and it's, it's hard. Get us One Piece, Kai. Get a, get, can somebody hook us up with One Piece, Kai? Yeah, somebody, please. Please? I would definitely donate a dollar to that. Because, yeah, Naruto Kai like kind of helped me finish Naruto. So I was really appreciate One Piece Kai. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, I shout finished out it. Naruto Kai. I know it's done. Yeah. And whoever and, and the guy who somebody's made, working sorry, on One Piece Kai, but that's a that's an undertaking. Like, oh yeah, because One Piece isn't going to be done until episode like a thousand five hundred. <laughs> but well, yeah, we'll leave that there for now and let get some feedback on that one. See how you guys feel about where One Piece is right now. Because I got I got into a I incited someone by like he he was he was so confident that the writer was like I have an ending and I was like he's lying. To and he's like, no, he has it all planned out. And I'm like, it just feels like lies. <laughs> he's just going. He's just going with the flow. Yeah. The same way so, we are as viewers going, just going along <laughs> for the journey. He's along for the journey, too. And we'll call it another berserk and we'll move on. So yeah. 
lastly uh, and right before we get nah, don't berserk it they, they <laughs> i'm gonna be actually upset if they berserk it lastly and right before we get to the meat of our conversation which i'm pretty sure will be one punch yeah any words for attack on titan uh i'm looking forward to the next season um i'm really happy with everything that's been going on so far season two wait what was the last season three they're doing this uh, the, yeah this, well season. this is awesome. this will be season three part two that's coming up okay so yeah season two was a little slow for me um season three a i'm gonna call it was really good i thought um they're getting to the to the meat of things quickly which i so like are you liking the the human drama and less of the monster drama i think that's what it's about honestly like and and for me i th- i think the whole big draw and the big mystery is like where did the titans come from because it's starting to be more and more like apparent that humans had something to do with it and i think that is like the humans root. like specifically like aaron's dad no, nah, I I don't think it was Aaron's dad. I don't don't think he was important enough to to start it maybe, but I just think like whoever that the the beast titan guy um we've seen him now and this village that he lives in like all this is connected whatever's in the basement cuz they still haven't gotten there. All this stuff I feel like is connected to the the biggest mystery of all is like where did these titans Yeah, cuz I I'm like I want to say one of the things the show is the best at is like definitely letting making you forget about something that was important yeah because it's like they show you that key really early on don't see it for a very long time yeah and then it then then i be i think it was the beginning of like or no it might have been the beginning of like season three it's like aaron's like pulls out that key you're like oh i forgot about the key <laughs> yeah yeah definitely and and then they say the basement again and you're like oh my god are they ever gonna oh get to god the damn that basement no, that's all that i can basement. think about is the basement like what's in the basement <laughs> But yeah, I thought it was interesting that it was like, okay, now we're going to direct it more to this like inner human drama. You've got um, a character who's not who they really say they are. Right. Uh, you've got a character who we thought they were one thing and they're turned out to be other things. Right. Um, and if you're anything like me, like you're the top of your head flew off when you saw that eight Titan for the first time. Yeah, that was, that was a so cool scene. I think that's the thing that like, uh, Attack on Titan is is famous for is like bringing us these like shocking like moments, and I'll never forget. Pretty, it was season two, episode eleven, when you get that moment where it, it's just such a normal moment, and there, this bomb is just dropped in the background of a conversation. Yeah. Do you remember what I'm talking about? The bomb. They um, were standing on the wall, we and can, they were like, "Can we? Do, we can just spoil it. It's been it's been a while." This oh, I'm not. Too, right? I'm just saying. Do you remember like that? How that affected you? <laughs> I don't remember which moment you're talking about. That's oh, why okay. I'm like, that's why I'm like, we can just spoil it. Is I'm just talking alert, about the season two is, was has been out for a while. So yeah, spoiler alert for season two of Attack, Attack on, on Titan. Titan. We'll give you a minute to stalling. And I'm talking about the moment they were standing on the battlements of the wall, and I think they had just finished talking talking to Pixis, and it looks like they were going back. And you hear Reiner, who is the short-haired blonde guy, uh, talking about like we need to leave now, yeah. like we need to. And it's like they're they're ha- This is a background. This is not the conversation that the camera is focused yeah, on. Yeah, they just kind of drop that, John. And it was just like you see it in the subtitle, and you're like, what? Like I had to read 
three I had times. To rewind, I was like, yeah. did he just say it in front of everybody? I like what? Rewind. And I was like, is he stupid? <laughs> oh my god! So yeah, yeah it was just was like really that cool. moment of like, okay, the other side, the dangerous side, is now desperate, and yeah. something's going on. So looking for looking forward to more moments like that most definitely most definitely because yeah if you go back and watch and i realize because i've seen it like three times now if you go back and watch the first season of attack on titan it is low but it's those hard-hitting like bomb drops that like keep it keep you in for sure for sure um but yeah i i just want to say we're running a little long on time so we should hop into the last um and the last show no problem. So the last show, before we go to the last show, I'm just going to mention a couple of animes that we wanted to get the names out there and we can m- maybe work them in the later discussions. Yeah, but, for sure. Uh, we just wanted to have some honorable mentions to uh, Devilman Crybaby, Wild uh, show. which came out on Netflix uh, not that long ago. Feature Diary. Wild show. I'm definitely talking about the, those first two. Soon. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, Devilman Crybaby, Crybaby Future Diary um psyche k is on netflix it's a comedy it's good um kokaku i found on amazon prime it is a mind bender but it is set in such a normal setting that it doesn't trip you out too bad mm-hmm. um and then pop team epic is just kind of like your your filter feeder of, it's like your robot chicken of anime it's just little things that uh are brought together and make you laugh um and it's interesting to look at um, so just to throw those out there, and then our last thing we wanted to cover was One Punch Man is back. Yes, finally. That's what I've been waiting for. Yeah, I've definitely been waiting for this too. Um, I'll let you go first. What are your? Do we want to talk about the the first episode? Or we just want to talk about. Um. Um. Well, I can just say I'll talk about how I felt about it generally. Yeah. And then I can talk about this last episode because I just watched it, so That's it's cool. a bit fresh. Um, but all kinda, I'll say is kind of brief if you can. Sorry. Oh yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> be real fast. Um, but yeah, the one thing I wanted to mention about One Punch Man or why I left it for last because I know it's like it's a little bit of a media topic for me because it it came out alongside um, My Hero, which is a huge hit. Um, and it's also coming out along all these uh, in our real life uh, other superhero things. But it, it it's a different take on the superhero drama being that your main character literally defeats everyone he fights in one punch. <laughs> um, and he's not happy about that. Like he <laughs> wants to find a challenge, but he's not he's not clamoring for a challenge in the way that Goku is. He's, he's not like starting fun. yeah, he's not starting like universal like tournaments. He's just like he's saving the day when the the opportunity comes he literally worked out so much that he's just bored now because yeah so, so yeah he he has a very like simple regimen did like i don't know i forget what he said like a hundred like push-ups a hundred sit-ups and a hundred miles or something like like something like <laughs> comical. yeah like something so bland but he <laughs> did it every day yeah until he became like the strongest <laughs> and then uh one thing i think that's cool that uh, to put out there too is that he has like I wouldn't call him a sidekick, but um his uh disciple, uh Genos. Genos is a cyborg, uh that he's kind of a self made cyborg. He became a cyborg so that he could be a better hero. Um and he sees Saitama in action and decides that he wants him to become his master. Excuse me, Saitama is one punch man. So he sees Saitama in action and he wants to become just like him. And so uh Genos is one of the only people that knows how strong Saitama is. In the world of One Punch Man, there's a hero rating system. 
Um, it determines how much the heroes get paid, and it also determines uh, what threat level they respond to. So right now, Saitama, he started at Class C. Um, the ranking, I'm assuming, goes from like uh, S through D, maybe? I'm not sure. It yeah, might go lower, but he started as Class C, um, and then now he's Class B. I think he moved up in the last season, yep. um, but nobody really knows how strong he is. He somehow, like, Except defeats... Except Yeah, Genos knows. He somehow defeats these bosses without anyone seeing him do it <laughs> and that's not to, that, that's not to say that he's trying to hide it but he's also not a showboater yeah. so but anyway so i think that's a neat aspect of like we know that he's the greatest hero genos knows he's or genos knows he's the greatest hero but everyone else kind of treats him like he's just like a classy like smub let's just put it bluntly it's it's a parody on superhero stories yeah but then it also has a weird serious tone to it yeah for sure when it wants to be and that and i think they do a good job of focusing on the other characters when they do that because right they're all interesting in their own right even though you got this guy that can just take out everything at one punch so it's it's very it's it's very different it's a very cool dynamic they got going on yeah, and i was almost thinking today like maybe the writer wants to challenge himself because it's like my character's op so it's like we know he can beat everybody but it's like how does he actually exist in this world for sure how can i still make this interesting yeah and he does <laughs> he makes it interesting and yeah. so just to kind of wrap up that description uh season one um i think i was talking about this the other day season one kind of wraps up around like volume seven of the manga um and it's been pretty tight there's probably more filler in the manga than there is in the anime and by filler i just mean like comedic like side slice of life stuff right right um and then like this season one this they're calling it episode 13 of season two but it's actually a season episode one of season two um kind of picks up right where the last anime left off or where the anime left off is a little bit of time has passed um but they show that the end of season one they show how what time has passed and like how they rebuilt the city and all this kind of stuff so there's also a whole um, recap episode episode zero okay um, they literally go through the entire first season like in 30 minutes Oh, okay, so, I didn't that's see good that to check one. out too. But yeah, so season one, season two is kind of picking up where season one left off, and they're setting up um conflict with the and let me see if I got this right. There's some internal conflict in the hero association, but there is also external conflict with there's this prophecy. They have these like I don't know if they're witches or just psychics, but they had this woman in season one, she put out a prophecy of like this the highest threat level possible was going to happen to the earth in like mm. six months. So the beginning opening uh, arc line is like them trying to basically, I don't want to say America, but whatever nation nation this is, they are preparing for this, this top level threat. And so they're trying to find heroes that they can put in line to defeat this threat. But right. it's difficult because... They have all the heroes, so now they're like basically like talking to the villain, saying, "Can you help us?" Right, right. And y'all should definitely watch good watch season one. It's only twelve, thirteen episodes. It's definitely worth it if you haven't seen it already, because I'm sure a lot of people who uh, might listen to this have probably seen it. But if you haven't, definitely watch season one anyway. Um, but yeah, is that all we have on One Punch Man? Yeah, that's all I had to say. All right. Um, do we want to close? I think this is probably a good good opportunity yeah so you guys heard us talk about a lot of stuff today um 
we tried not to cover too much, but yeah. we also wanted to cover enough to get the ball rolling. Yeah. And so future, I just want to say future weeks probably won't be as um uh as as rushed, if you will. Um we just had a had a lot we wanted to talk about. Um and we wanted to introduce ourselves to y'all. But sorry, I'll let you finish closing. <laughs> You're fine. I was gonna say I wanna reiterate those places that you can find us so that first thing we want you to hit is that gmail son gmail sibling rivalry sibling rivalry clash no spaces no dots at gmail.com and send us your questions comments arguments please i will accept those too i accept all challenges any form they come in if you want to dive into some of our old monster hunter squad videos you can find those on yo tizzler on youtube y-o-t-i-z-z-l-e-r um and make sure you mention what we have upcoming too since that's also youtube and you can also find me at t-i-f-f-i-n-i-j 21 on twitter follow her shout me out tell me how much this sucked tell me how to fix it guys I can't do anything if you don't talk to us. Please, feedback. We need it. All right. But yeah, so we'll be waiting for you guys. And oh, we'll be- wait. Don't want to forget to mention um, sometime in the near future or in the future, we do want to get a Let's Play channel started on YouTube. Um, so look out for that. Um, we don't know exactly when that's coming yet, but be on the lookout it's coming and yes when we get our page we will start listing listing possible let's plays yeah so shout out some let's plays to us Um, suggestions right now one that we tell you we're doing for sure is my 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 sweet sweet patient little brother will be assisting (laughs) me through my first challenge at dark souls probably dark souls 3 so hopefully i'm an awesome teacher we'll find out though he i'm gonna test all his patience (laughs) but yeah hope y'all enjoyed that this was our first attempt so yeah we'll be back next week and forward to talking to you yeah catch on the next one peace siblings out